Attention Patriots, this is the Chris Ann Hall Show. Who's going to stand up? Where are the lovers of liberty? I think that's absurd. It's ridiculous. It's unconstitutional. It's out of control. You think this is over? This isn't over. There's a liberty wave coming. I pledge allegiance to the flag of the United States of America, to the republic for which it stands, one nation, under God, indivisible, with liberty and justice Rise and shine, liberty-loving patriots. Welcome to the Chris Ann Hall Daily Journal. Chris Ann Hall here with my husband and co-host, J.C. Hall. We are always found at K-R-I-S-A-N-N-E-H-A-L-L.com, where we are liberty over security, principle over party, and truth over your favorite personality. Uh, We also have great educational training at libertyfirstuniversity.com. That's libertyfirstuniversity.com. And if you're watching us on YouTube right now, don't forget to like and subscribe and share so that your friends and family members can get educated as well. Because we are here to educate, equip, ignite, and inspire. Because knowledge is not power unless it's activated. And that's what we're doing here today, trying to activate. JC, uh, no surprise, HR8, the bipartisan uh, background check bill has passed the house as we suspected it would yesterday so don't forget to get on the phone get on the emails go sit down and visit your senator's office and make a physical presence even if your senator is not in his or her local office go sit down and uh and let them see your face and say look we're we're not going for this man we're not going for this we need to be You know, J.C., we need to be active like the people in the eastern part of Washington are who are are overwhelmingly standing up against the tyranny of majority that was passed when uh, the people voted over 60 percent to pass gun confiscation laws. And uh, I mean, I would I had a radio interview uh, that's going to be published here shortly with uh, Matt, our friend, Representative Matt Shea, there in Washington. Great, great liberty fighter, great Christian man. And um, he, he said they took the numbers. You know they're trying to break Washington into two states. Right. So you have the western, or the east, western side of Washington and the eastern side of Washington. The oh, eastern I thought it was side the north-south divide. Uh, well, it's sort of like that, but it's coastal and not coastal kind of yeah, thing, right? Sure. So, um, the uh, Seattle part would be would remain Washington, yeah, and uh, the northeastern part would remain would would become the uh, state of Liberty, mm-hmm. and they said they looked at. This the the demographics of this vote, the demographics of the uh, protest against this bill, and it almost exactly maps out the distinction between the new uh, uh, proposed state of liberty and and the current Washington state. 
Is, which is really bizarre, right? Because so the protest comes from the left. No, is the protest right? is coming from the state of liberty side. No, I'm, oh, I thought you said protest against the separ- bill separation. No, 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 protest against the the. No, okay, let me start over. The protest against the gun confiscation oh, law is uh, is is the nearly the exact separation between yeah. what would be Washington and what would be the state of liberty. Right. So uh, th- the premise that the state of liberty is has is that look. Uh, You can't object to the separation because the separation has already occurred. Mm -hmm. We are no longer one people. We are no longer you and you are no longer us. We can no longer live together. It's like a marriage, right? We have irreconcilable differences at this point and we have to separate. Can you explain why this should be so controversial since this has happened many, many times? Three times before. It has happened three times before. We've had territories and states split, right? Right. We've had states split. Um, Kentucky, West Virginia, and Tennessee, I think. I looked it up before. Uh, Pull it up. Well, Virginia used to be everything. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, we've peeled off from Virginia probably multiple times. Yeah. So um, if you search for me, because I had it last night, uh, the states that have split into two, there are three of them. But it has happened before. It is not it is not actually um, it shouldn't be controversial. Yeah. Okay. So Kentucky, Maine. Maine was part of Massachusetts. And West Virginia was part of Virginia and Kentucky was part of Virginia. Right. Right. So Virginia used to be huge. And now Virginia has split twice. I mean, I think that's really interesting. Virginia has split twice to become Kentucky and to become West Virginia. And Maine is no longer part of Massachusetts. I, I think also Vermont has as well. Oh, really? Yeah. So it's Article 4, Section 3 of the Constitution. Right. Well, Article 4, Section 3 of the Constitution says that you can't form a state within a state. uh And any new states that want to become part of the union have to get the permission from Congress. Mm. Um, And you cannot join two states together to become one state unless you have the permission of those the legislators of that state and of Congress. So there's no prohibition between the splitting of the states in the Constitution. It simply, it simply establishes a procedure that, so let's put it this way, if Washington, the state of Washington, were to split into two separate states, then the state of Washington would remain a state in the Union, and the state of liberty would become an independent sovereign government who would then petition Congress to become part of the union. Okay. So they would be like Canada, basically, just a, a country that is adjacent to other states in the union until they actually become uh, a part of the union again. Does that make sense? Uh-huh. Okay, so it, there's no controversial controversy. Uh, it is not something that is impractical. It is not something that is impossible. It is something that has actually happened, and it's not something that we should be afraid of. It's not something that our founders were opposed to. Otherwise, they would have said so, right? So uh, 
got into that long conversation because I wish that the people of America would stand up against these gun control laws on the state level the way they are in Washington. I wish they would stand up to the uh, attacks on our property rights as well. I wish that we were as, as passionate about property rights as we were about gun control. Is there traction in these partition movements, the state splitting movements? Because, I mean, there are proposals like this all over the United States and have been for a very long time. It seems seems a little more, it seems to have a little more heft these days. No. Maybe maybe because we're so divided. Well, I, I think... Because the the people of Washington, Washington splitting into Washington State and the State of Liberty, and then California splitting into from California into the State of Jefferson, are getting a lot of of coverage because number one, the ideologies are so split. Number two, the people are becoming more and more motivated to support these things within their within their local governments, within their states, because they feel completely disenfranchised in their capitals. We're talking about a rural people who no longer feel represented by a state government who is nearly and completely enslaved, dedicated, and uh, focused on on the urban communities. Mm-hmm. And we know California is not representing their people the way they are supposed to via their constitution. California has suppo- was supposed to reapportion the House decades ago, several times, and right now, because California has become so big, so populated, not I mean, it hasn't grown, but it has become so populated, in order to comply with the California Constitution with proper representation of the people, Sacrament, the entire city of Sacramento would have to become the House of Representatives. And so it's impossible physically. People say it's not practical for these states to split. No, it's not practical for the states to remain together. Otherwise, you're going to have, you're going to see, this is the peaceful way that you separate when you no longer agree and you can no longer feel represented. The problem is, is if we don't allow the peaceful means, I think, I think, um, uh, JFK said that those who deny the peaceful means to control government only endorse the violent ones. Right. You're leaving these people feeling desperate, disenfranchised, unrepresented. And, and that's simply what drove things like our American Revolution. And so our founders to guard against future revolution, the need for future revolutions, gave us these procedures so that we could control government and not become disenfranchised. So this is really, really exciting. But I'm about to blow your mind, JC. Okay. Absolutely blow your mind. Uh, something I learned about uh, from our friend Matt Shea about the state of Washington. There is a representative. Now you're watching us on YouTube. You're about to see who this is. Representative Senator, or I'm sorry, Senator Rebecca Saldana. She is the Senate whip. And she has introduced Senate Bill 5693, which would require farmers to report any incidents of slavery, peonage, and human trafficking in their businesses. Hmm. Seriously, does that not make you feel speechless? 
a Washington state bill where farmers have to report if they have slaves on their farm. Uh, that's a problem in Washington. <laughs> I know. But here's the catch. You're like, wait a minute. Did they, did they? No, it's not illegal to have a slave. You just have to report it according to this bill. Uh. <laughs> There's no penalty for having a slave. You must simply report that you have a slave. And peonage, which is uh, indentured servitude. Okay, so I put the definition of peonage up there on, on YouTube because I was like, what is peonage? Peonage is indentured servitude. Okay. So uh, wait a minute, uh, we got to go to a break. We'll bizarre. be right back. It is very bizarre. Liberty's lobbyist Chris Ann Hall has now taken control. Welcome back to the Chris Ann Hall Daily Journal. Don't forget, please, today, just visit libertyfirstuniversity.com and see what you see. Because I guarantee you will not find this kind of education anywhere. Nobody else is teaching what we're teaching. And I can guarantee that. Now we're going back to this. Now Matt Shea is a representative there in Washington and he has read this bill. We talked about this on his radio show. It is absolutely amazing. And it is not a law against slavery. It is a law that says if you have slaves, you have to report them. But here's the second catch, JC. You only have to report your slaves if you are a retailer with more than $200 million in global sales. No, you report it to the retailer. You're not even, that's the thing I was that caught my attention mm-hmm. as we're going to the break. You're not even reporting this to any agency or government, whatever. It says report it to retailers, right, mm-hmm. that the farms serve, I guess, right. with more than $200 million in global sales. Right, but if you have less than $200 million yeah, in so global if, sales, you don't have to report to. If, if you're to a farm who serves... Small businesses. Right. You don't have to report your slaves. S- slaves are okay. You don't have to report your slaves. I <laughs> don't understand. Is this she's, not crazy? She's the majority whip. In she is Seattle. the majority whip in the Senate in Seattle. She does the 37th district of Seattle. Senator Rebecca Saldana. She has a Saldana degree. Saldana or Saldana? Saldana, I guess. Uh, she, I don't know that. So they're the she Democrat. Has a de- Majority, right? Oh, so yeah. She's oh, yeah. Democrat. She's Democrat. Absolutely. I don't understand this. You said she has a degree in something? A degree. English? In, no. In, um, she has a degree in, oh, I forgot, like theocracy. No, I just, because is this worded funny? Like, what is going on here? I, I don't know. The The farmers are totally, I mean, everybody thinks it's ridiculous. Um, yeah. So, uh, let's see. Where's her biography here? I pulled it Well, clearly it up. there let's has see. to be... It's got to be, this This wasn't just created out of a vacuum, right? So Right. No, 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 no. Matt says they have, problems. they have, they have co-sponsors. He says not just a few, but she, but, but co-sponsors. So I'm, I'm not quite, I'm not quite sure uh, how this works. She has a Bachelor of Arts in Theology and Humanities from uh, Seattle University. And uh, so, I don't know, I guess maybe uh, 
humanities and theology combined makes you write crazy bills? Yeah, so she feels morally compelled that uh, large large retailers should know that where they get their goods, the farmers are using slaves. She She's right. not morally compelled to actually stop right. it or right. do anything about it. Just, right. We just, it's like put a label on it. Right, right. That's right. Just put a label on it. How bizarre. It is it is very very bizarre and it's okay, left well, them good luck, scratching their Washington. heads. <laughs> Have fun with that. I know, right? Oh well. So this is what happens, America, when you allow your state to go rogue. When you uh, no longer know. have representation. Uh yeah, okay. <laughs> the Cohen thing is over. But it's not over, right? Because this is going to populate the media forever. The Cohen thing is is impeachment of Donald Trump. Exactly. And that's so what I was trying to over? bait you to answer because yeah. we were listening no, to, to talking heads yesterday all over. And I was like, oh, this is to distract yeah. from what's going on in the negotiations with North Korea, blah, 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 blah. No, 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 no. no. That's not the purpose of this. The no. purpose is impeachment. It, the people, you have to understand. So when you talk about impeachment as far as it going through, you know, you it's not like you need some Loctite case of, you know, forensic evidence following the legal blah, blah, blah. You just need all these people to vote for it. So it seems to me they're simply just trying to build a justification. So when, you know, when they vote for impeachment, then they have something to point to. That's all right. this is about. Now, I want to make sure that everybody understands that with a majority in the House, it is quite possible that they could vote to impeach Donald Trump. Well, it, but impeaching Donald in the Donald Trump in possible. the House, I think it's guaranteed. Yeah, well, impeaching Donald Trump in the House doesn't mean that he's going to be removed from office because then you have to have censure by the Senate and then the judiciary has to become involved well, as well. Ultimate so, purpose is tw- the 2020 election. Right. I mean, that's what they're trying to, you know, so cut, basically cut the legs would, out from under It would be President the same Trump. thing that the Republicans did to, Don- to Bill, Bill Clinton. Clinton which right? didn't work then. It did not work then either. So, so it may be a cautionary tale. <laughs> We'll see. Um, but to reinforce your, your idea that this is all about impeachment, Ocasio-Cortez came back uh, and was doing her impeachment dance <laughs> on the media. We'll be right back. As arrogant men tear up our constitution And from every direction we cry around You can't learn the easy way, you'll learn the hard way. Chris Ann Hall, she's Liberty's lobbyist. Welcome back to the Chris Ann Hall Show. Don't just pontificate, educate. Go to chrisannhall.com, get some Liberty First gear, and wear Liberty. Uh, if you're on YouTube, you see some of our Liberty First gear, and JC has created a T-shirt that says, Socialists Suck. And I wanted to point that out, JC, because they're having a big rally in uh, in the Capitol in Washington in a couple days. And I suggested to them that they get those T-shirts. Did you know there's a Vladimir, who, who, who the they? people who are having this rally, did you know there's a Vladimir Lenin statue in uh, Seattle? Oh, really? Where? 
There is a, va- a Vladimir. Go ahead and, and Google it. You can see it. It's a it's a huge bronze statue, and of Vladimir Lenin. And it's a big controversy because they're having this this thing. We have to tear down. We have to tear down the the um, uh, Confederate War memorials, but you can't touch the Lenin statue. And so uh, they're having this big rally about removing the Lenin statue uh, because of its implications and its endorsements of communism and socialism. And, and Matt was, he was like, this is crazy. This is absolutely crazy. We, we can't keep American history monuments up, but we have to have a monument to the largest mass murderer of our modern time. Uh, that was Stalin. That was Stalin. Not Lenin. Oh, Lenin. Okay, I had those two confused. Just part of the team. The, yeah, but still, they're. I mean, Lenin's not a good guy, right? Nope. So uh, here we have a statue of Lenin right there in Washington, and so they're going to have this rally. I mean, I'm not saying he's not a murderer. I'm yeah. just saying he's not the top he's guy. He's not Stalin. Stalin has the Stalin one. holds that. Yeah. So I, they're going to have this rally and against socialism there in Seattle, and I suggested that they all go to chrisanhall.com and get your socialists suck T-shirts. <laughs> I don't know if they have time to get it in a couple of days, but nonetheless, I think that that's really, really funny. But so uh, on Alexandra, the uh, bartender, the bartender is in the news, not just simply because, again, you know, I need you to go to Photoshop and make me a really cool picture of her with like a court jester hat on because she just she provides us with a lot of entertainment and so remember, you we we said everybody that this whole uh, Cohen thing is all about impeachment. Well, coincidentally, now um, we're talking about impeachment. All the Dems are talking about impeachment, right? Sure. It's no, it's not related to Cohen, of <laughs> course, right? But look, I wanted to show you guys this just to give you a little. Um, uh, a little chuckle. Uh, uh, Casio Cortez is the Green Deal. She gives this great big speech about how we have to stop eating hamburgers. And I saw her actually when we were in the hotel. Uh, we were yep, we surfing that. and on yep. MTV. Just happened to catch that just right at that moment. Just to catch yeah. that on MTV. She's doing this interview about how people shouldn't be eating hamburgers. Yeah, well, she made a I don't think interview was about it, but she yeah. she made the comment. Well, it's a very passionate comment as well, you know. Yeah. We don't need to be eating it hamburgers. It was kind of so. cheeky. Uh, the, uh, the whole show was just like a bunch of jokers Rid- ridiculous spouting off the millennials. The, the ridiculous millennials, not the other millennials. So anyway, Caleb Hill, who um, uh, apparently saw Ocasio-Cortez and her chief of staff eating, snapped a picture of her chief of staff eating a hamburger right there in front of Cortez. So, I, you know, we were talking about her hypocrisy. Remember, uh, it seems to be that there are there's a large group of people that are alleging that she has uh, collaborated with her boyfriend to avoid paying taxes. Right. And now she's trying to push an agenda on the people while her staff members are eating hamburgers. Yeah. How long before she surpasses Bernie with his three palatial properties? <laughs> I don't know. Or or Al Gore, you know, his carbon credits and his jets and in properties right. and in big caravans of SUVs. Yeah. <laughs> 
He he never championed this Democrat socialism like these guys. No. But no, not at all. But they have the hypocrisy in common. I Speaking of hypocrisy, go ahead. No, I was just going to back to the impeachment thing. I mean, yeah. I you said possibility. I think it's a guarantee. It's what they're trying to do. They have the house. It's what they wanted right. the house for. So it's going to happen. Yeah, Nancy it Pelosi's like hee 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 hee. Yeah, so it's going to happen. I'm pretty sure. Uh, now watching, listening to the hearings, the thing that struck me is it was very unfocused because you have all the Russia stuff that they're constantly talking about, which is total bunk. Mm-hmm. Um, the the thing it seemed to me uh, that that would even be close to having traction was the Stormy Daniels payoff thing. Right. So that. That to me, I, yeah, but you can't have congressmen calling out the president for paying off people. Well, yeah, you know then, the whole thing is, is like, ripe. Whoosh, yeah, the whole right? thing is ripe with, from ripe with hypocrisy from top to bottom in that regard. I mean, it's it's crazy. But you you one thing that sh- uh, struck me about looking at this stuff because you like the thing I mentioned on BuzzFeed. You walk through uh, these exchanges with Cohen and Felix Sater. Uh, surrounding the the uh, desire to have a, a Trump property in Moscow. Now, it was a what's known as a letter of intent, right? Which is saying, "Hey, we'd like to do this. Yeah, we'd like you to do this. Okay, let's investigate." That's as, that's kind of as far as it got. And then you see Cohen negotiating with Sater, and the comments that Cohen makes uh, pretty well makes it clear that Trump is not really involved in these conversations. He's not really involved with the content. I mean, you can, right. it, yeah. it, it's yeah. very obvious from Cohen's like, I'm not taking this to my boss yeah, unless he, it's for real. Right. Exactly. So he's like, I'm not even telling now they get him to sign the LOI, but you know how that goes. I mean, you can picture, especially with Trump. Hey, you want to build this big, Oh yeah, I want to do that. And here sign here. Okay. And he doesn't have a clue about the details. And then it also becomes clear that there's no, there's no, real interaction uh, certainly from cohen and and the trump right uh, people with putin or any kind of government official whatever what you see is felix Sater name dropping and and you know just talking oh i'm gonna get you a meeting with putin and it's like okay we heard that putin's at this conference so we'll schedule you at the conference you'll be there at the same time and then maybe we'll get to meet so you could tell the guys just blowing I had smoke. people do that for me, do that to me. I'm gonna, I want to get you to meet this person. Yeah. So, so you gotta go. So you can, you gotta go to CPAC. So you might bump into which this person. Started today, by the way. Oh, did it? Oh. But uh, here, so here's here's what I'm getting. CPAC at. CPAC doesn't invite me. So well, here's what I'm getting at. So when Trump says, I, you know, I had no investments, whatever. This, it's not an investment. There was no investment. Nothing was purchased. The Cohen said they never, uh, they never could find a property or prove that the property you know show who owned the property and whatever Mm -hmm. so nothing ever happened there was no never a deal or anything right it was it was talks right and um so the curious thing to me and when i i said this to you yesterday when trump started running he didn't have political attorneys he had fixer attorneys right Right. you know protect the boss protect the corporation whatever so apparently nobody advised him because this is the thing you see you see, I don't know any other way to say it, but lies are trying to cover things that uh, he thought were sketchy, meaning Trump trying to cover things he thought was sketchy, rather right. than just tell the truth. So somebody kind of like they put the heat on and somebody started saying Russia and collusion, that sort of thing. 
why wouldn't you say, yeah, I'm, of course, they had agreement about what he could talk about, what he couldn't. But you would say, yeah, yeah, we, I'd love to build a, 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 a building in, in Moscow, and, you know, we've been, we've been trying to do that. Right. I mean, just right. say it. What, why do you have to cover that up? It's not illegal. There was nothing illegal about any of that stuff. So just tell the truth. So that's the weird thing that's like Trump kind of started trying to distance himself and they were sort of hush-hush. And so you have all that stuff where it looks like these guys are lying about all kind of stuff. Why would you lie about it? It's not illegal in the first place. So that was that's poor execution to me, poor advice. Now, so that's all that's all total garbage right. and no Russian collusion connection, whatever. So that's that's crazy, and that's what we spent you know, millions of dollars and all this time with Mueller and all this nonsense. And it's still going on. But It's but, still going on. Yeah. I mean, we're still spending money on this. But I think we're it's still the Stormy, wasting time on this. I think it's the Stormy Daniels things that is where they could find a place to hurt Trump. That's where, to me, but again, and I don't know all the details. Like, we looked at some of that before, uh-huh. and it was questionable whether, like, it's not. It's obviously yeah, it, not a moral, very moral thing to do, yeah. very upstanding thing to do. Well, and I remember there wasn't a whole lot of legal basis that, for that's, it either. And that's the issue. But see, my point is is that that the, that those that are the pot are not going to be calling that kettle in this because, my goodness, yeah, I don't we know have, if they have a problem with that. Politicians paying. Well, it doesn't matter. Politicians paying people off all the time. Sure. I'm, maybe not for yeah. prostitution. Yeah. Maybe not for sex, but unless it's, it's unless it's, it's Ted Kennedy. But oh, seriously, I mean, don't you remember the Page scandals? Oh, yeah. and You had you had Newt Gingrich was uh, was messing around at the same time that he's trying to pursue Clinton. Uh, for his infidelity, so you know, it, it, that's the thing. It's hypocrisy from top right, to bottom, and they're, right. I don't think they're—I don't think they're bothered by being hypocrites. So Let's would would they pursue him on that? I think so. I wanted to show you this because talk about hypocrisy. So, Mark Meadows had um, this this woman, and I can't read her name because it's too small. Lynn uh, Lynn is her first name, but I don't remember what. Oh, Patton Lynn Patton. And uh, apparently she's an aide, and she is an African-American aide, and he invited her to the Cohen thing. So what you have then is Rashida Tlaib. Do you know how to – did I say that name right? No idea. I have no idea. She's the representative from yeah, Michigan. The, the one that Mark Meadows brought into the to the hearing to yeah. say Trump's not a racist. Right, to say Trump's not a racist. Then you have uh, Tlaib uh, y- calling this woman a prop. Yeah. So how is that not racist? I don't I don't get this stuff. Well, I is. just leave people alone. And she's very dignified about the whole thing. She's like, I'm not a prop. I'm a person. Thank you very much. And I just wanted the people well, to know that I would not serve. I would not serve under someone who was a racist. It would have been better executed had Mark Meadows brought a parade yeah. of people. Yeah, because this plays into I'm not racist. I got a black friend. Yeah, well, apparently one of those things. Apparently, uh, Mark Meadows also has has a family like yours. Yeah, where he has African-American nieces and nephews and cousins. So why do we have to play this game like this is my black person and that's your black person? And then we got to call people out. I personally and I get it. I'm not disagreeing with her or against her, but I think what is the point? of Mr. Meadows doing this. Why was it even necessary? I don't I think he played into the trap. He did play into the trap. I'm a long, long way from
Welcome back to the Chris Ann Hall Daily Journal, our last segment today for you. And uh, I just want to mention before we go, I think that this weekend we will spend a little bit of time talking about the um, impeachment. We will talk about it a little bit about impeachment so people can understand what to expect when it comes about and uh, how the whole process is supposed to work. We'll give you a little historical background. We'll give you a little uh, constitutional information. So just a preview for the Saturday show, uh, just in case you're, you're curious and you want to know, uh, we'll talk about that. I want to end today with an SPLC moment. Oh, the Southern Poverty Law Center, who has put me on their anti-government extremist hate list. But this is something that I want the American public to be aware of. Our public schools are being overrun by the Southern Poverty Law Center and their like. So they, the Southern Poverty Law Center has published a magazine and a website called Teaching Tolerance. Now, their name is not on this magazine, but it is their work, okay? And the Teaching Tolerance magazine published by the Southern Poverty Law Center for school teachers, school boards, uh, and the school boards who vote on which books are used in the classrooms. And uh, this magazine's whole purpose is to accuse the American public system of being full of public school system of being full of hate, bigotry, white supremacy, homophobia, racism, and they say lynchings are rampant in America. So apparently, according to the Southern Poverty Law Center, these hate hustlers, America is overrun with hate, bigotry, white supremacy, homophobia, racism, and lynchings. And because of that, they offer this magazine. But here's the thing that I wanted to also say. They are offering, and I was not aware of this, grants to our public schools from $500 to $10,000 to introduce district-level initiatives and teach students to be critical and seek out injustice. What does that mean, J.C.? If the Southern Poverty Law Center wants our schools to teach our children to be critical, they're not talking about being critical thinkers. No. They're not talking about being logically driven. They're talking about being critical personally through personality, through through viewpoints. They want to see all of these things where they're not. It's not not to say these things don't exist or they're not in America, but. I, I read SPLC stuff. I read the, the articles based on their work. Uh, the stuff that they call hate and racism, I mean, it, much of it is run-of-the-mill uh, political discourse, political philosophy. They, so they're, they they're, have, a, they're a leftist. They have me on an anti-government extremist hate li- group hate yeah, list. Yeah, true. And they and they get around by saying, well, Chrisanne doesn't actually teach hate. She inspires others to hate. Yeah, so that that is that to me is anti American government because 
part of American government, right, Mm -hmm. as dictated by the Constitution, is uh, innocent until proven guilty. Guilt by association is contrary to that. So you're guilty of hate because people listen to you uh, carry out hate. I mean, that's... Yeah. It's insanity is what Guilt it is. by association is a Marxist principle. So and that's what they're teaching, this Marxism, in our schools. And they're paying them $500 to $10,000 to uh, introduce their Marxist propaganda and to teach our children to be Marxist. JC, this is why we're always telling people you've got to get involved on the local level. you got to know what your school board's doing. Is your school board taking money from the Southern Poverty Law Center? Yeah, SPLC is full of hate. I don't know I don't know how they started, like if they started on the right track or not, but you know, you look at their stuff, it's clearly hate driven. I mean, they well, hate they, people that are that are not leftist. I don't know they if they target. actually hate those people, sure but they, they are they are hate profiteers. They hate anybody who believes anything that's not their leftist statism. Marxist ideology, and they target right. them. I mean, right. you're, you're you are targeted by SPLC. That you've never taught hate, never engaged in hate. You are targeted for your political philosophy. Know what your school board's doing. God bless you guys. We'll see you next time.